We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Have you tried doing your own podcast? Is it too time-consuming? Partner with us at Grow Lincoln. We'll help you out. Between our two shows, we have a built-in audience of thousands of people. We can push them out for you. Message us on Facebook or Twitter for more information. And this segment is possible today because of the Nebraska Grain Sorghum Board and a Lower Platte South Natural Resource District. Coming up, the sh- coming up on the show, we are going to have prices and locations on that buy one, get one free flight thing going on at the Lincoln Airport. And a former Lincoln Public School Focus uh, alumni is coming back to our studio. We had her on the show in our inaugural year of 2010, and she has opened a new business. There's a new lunch place downtown. We'll talk to that owner who has moved to Lincoln from the East Coast. But first, let's talk to Rachel Barth from Lincoln Airport Authority. Thanks for coming in, Rachel. Thank you for having me. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Well, I wish I would have known about this little special, but I want you to know that Team Ashleman is signed up to go to Las Vegas in October on this brand new airline. Yeah, we're uh, Mr. Ashleman is a big fan of solar eclipses and wants to go to drive across the border to Utah and see this thing. So. Yeah, we're all booked. Good, good. Yeah, so... But this week... Was huge for us. This yeah. past week, my gosh. Yeah, so um, Redway was like, hey, we're going to run a special. And I'm like, all right, yeah, tell us all about it. And they're like, buy one, get one. Get I one was like, free. I was like, oh, like, buy one, get one half off. They're like, no, 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 like, get one free. I was like, okay, like, they're meaning business. And it was kind of fun because it aligned with Amazon Prime Day. So we kind of joked it was like their own version of... Prime days, but um, it did. Were... I didn't even that's think true. about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was like, okay, that's fun. And um, it went gangbusters. I um, bet. People were excited and talking about it. And obviously, we were pushing it, and our partners in the community, and the mayor. And we have some influencers that help us out, um, you know, in the media world. And just a little email, like, hey, would you guys mind sharing this on social? Just went crazy. Yeah. And I, I actually talked yesterday to the North Lincoln Business Association. Um, I stepped in and helped because they had a speaker drop out um, last minute. So I stepped in and um, out of the 25 people there, I think 20 had booked tickets. And yeah. So it was kind of a nice like, hey, wow. this is working and this is what Lincoln needs. We need people to buy tickets, talk about it, keep supporting this airline because um, that's really what makes it successful and really makes it stay here long term. And just so people know, these are these flights are. $50, $60 a person mm-hmm. and you you can take a carry-on for free but then they start adding for you know 25 right. bucks. So yes. if you can do yep. this with one backpack. Yes, yep. So your you personal can get by. item is free, but yeah, carry-on is like 25 or just check a bag for 25, but I mean, I will say I fly all over the place and that's 
pretty affordable. I mean, I know yeah. Southwest lets your bags fly for free, but most airlines, it's like anywhere from $35 to $50. Um, but yeah, even even without the BOGO sale, the flights are really reasonable. Oh, yeah. And that was designed on purpose. You know, they want the families of four to be able to fly, the college students, the young professionals. Um, they want to give people a reason to be able to vacation. And um, I remember taking our kids to Orlando last year. Um, and we were paying about $400 a person and there's yeah. people with these BOGO deals and things that are paying 400 for all four of them. And, so. the, and to be clear, the BOGO and I mean, the rates that you have now, that is one way. So you, you know, you have to double it if you want to come back home, right? Um, nope. So the BOGO like, was working on round trip. Yeah, was so it was fifty nine dollars for a round trip. Yep, for some of the flights. Yes. Wow. Yep. So it just kind of depends on what flights you were looking at. Um, obviously, like an Orlando is going to be a little bit more expensive because um, there's demand there, and obviously the flight just itself is a longer flight, so it's more expensive to fly for those many flight hours. But um, some of those shorter trips, like I want to, I want to tap this. I I can't believe it hasn't sold out yet. But we added. Um, we as in Redway added a special flight to um, Minnesota for the Nebraska football game. And so they added in an additional flight on that Wednesday. So you could fly down Wednesday, go to the game Thursday, come back Friday. And um, with that BOGO yesterday, you and a friend could have went for like less than $50 um, to go to the football game, which I mean, that's a heck of a deal if you don't want to drive, you know, the six plus hours to get to Minnesota. So well, it's cheaper than driving. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Um, so we're seeing some people getting really good deals, but you know, even aside from the BOGO, which was wildly successful, you know, I think the word of mouth has been great. And that's what we want is we wanted this to be Nebraska's airline and not to like discount Lincoln. Lincoln should know about Redway by now. I think I've been talking about it enough these last couple months, but we really want people from outside of Lincoln to fly Redway because that's where you see that economic impact, right? So people staying You're in the hotel. dollars into yes, Lincoln. that's what we want. Yeah, that's right. what the chamber yep. wants. Obviously the mayor, small businesses. I mean, that's what we want to see. We want people to stay in the hotels, eat at our restaurants, go shopping, fill their tanks with gas. Um, and we do that by offering these kind of flights and getting people from Grand Island and Kearney and Hastings and even Omaha and we've seen people from mm. Iowa coming to Lincoln Beatrice, to fly out Northern of, Kansas. Yes, yeah. come to our airport to fly out, which we've never seen before. I mean, I've seen so many kids in the terminal these last couple of months and it's just so heartwarming to see families be able to afford to fly out of Lincoln. Right. And that's and right. that's to me like one of the greatest things that we could When's have done. When's the next time they yeah. uh, when is the next time they're going to announce another city or a destination? Sure. Or... Yes, it's very exciting. Um so I actually have a big um you know, kind of exciting community thing going on next week. I can't share too much. Um, there's going to be some buzz next week around okay. town. I'm going to work with some local businesses to help announce two new destinations. And then those will get announced end of July. So we're going to do like a contest next week around town. So be following Lincoln Airport or Redway on social media because oh. we're going to do like a fun giveaway contest. But I'm also using local businesses to help us promote what these destinations are. And then they'll get announced end of July. Okay, good. And um, definitely worth it to sign up for the Redway email newsletter that you get those yes, rates. Yes, yep, absolutely. Do we have time for one more question? Well, uh, movies. Just because it's Rachel. Movie, uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. You, yeah, you guys do summer movies for free we for do. families at the airport. What's the next one? Yep, so actually next week. So next Friday, the 21st, we're doing Kung Fu Panda. We're partnering with a local um, martial arts um, organization. And they're, it's, I think it's super cool. They're going to teach a 
safety and self-defense class for kids. Like, oh, fun. Do, like a demonstration. So I think that'll be really fun. Watch Kung Fu Panda. And then we just finalized in August, um, we're going to do Top Gun Maverick for National Aviation Day. So I think that Friday is either the 17th or 18th. I don't have it exactly in front of me. But whatever that Friday is, um, we're going to do um, Top Gun Maverick and have some really fun things for National Aviation you, you Day. You need extra large speakers out there for yes. that. Yes. I agree. Do, I agree. Did somebody sell popcorn? One of the do the food trucks sell popcorn for those things? Some of them do. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple that have sold popcorn, or sometimes um, whoever sponsors the movie will hand out like Colby Ridge or something yeah. like that. So yeah, it's always good. We always try to like work with like a local company to sponsor. And yeah. uh, again, food trucks get to come for free. We don't charge, so it's a really good free family thing to come do. Fun stuff. Um, Rachel Barth with the airport. Um, This has been good for the economy in Lincoln. I think we just need to stress keeping these dollars here and attracting them from the small communities around Lincoln. That's what our show tries to do. And particularly pulling them from other states. I like that idea. Yeah, I really like that idea. Let's (laughs) use their money. (laughs) Coming up next, we had an alumni from Lincoln Public Schools um, focus program. She's in our studios 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, from the entrepreneurial program while she was in high school. Graduated, grown up, starting her second business. She's going to be in in a minute. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Proud to bring you the show on 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, streaming and podcast. And this segment is possible today because of Service Master Professional Building Maintenance and the University of Nebraska Lincoln College of Business. 13 years ago, we launched our show, and about a month after that, we had a student from the Lincoln Public School Entrepreneurial Focus Program. Now, nowadays, they call that the Career Academy. Right. But she came in and told us about the classes that she took there. Fast forward 13 years later, she's in our studio because she started a new business, Kayla Munoz, and I hope I say this right, Las Abayitas. Yes, Las Abayitas. I haven't completely forgotten my high school Spanish education. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, describe this new business that you opened and tell us where it's at. Las Abejitas Bilingual Education Center is a bilingual childcare center offering care and education to children ages six weeks to 12 years. We are located inside the former Dimensions preschool location inside of First Lutheran Church on 70th and A. So behind Clock Tower Shopping Center. Oh, yes. Yeah. And when you say bilingual, um, I think what you do is like you have one language for the kids in the morning and then the teacher in the afternoon, a different teacher with a different language in the afternoon, right? Is that kind of how that works? It depends on the age group. Uh, infants and toddlers are a little more flexible. We have one teacher, for example, that only speaks English to them and one that only speaks Spanish so they can associate that teacher to that language and it's better for language acquisition. And then wow. for preschool, they have we have connecting classrooms that are open to each other. So we have two main groups in one area, and one teacher speaks Spanish and the other speaks English. And they uh, switch the rooms throughout the day, so they get about 50-50 throughout the day. So you were in the entrepreneurial program what years? I was there from 2007 through 2010 as a junior and senior in high school. I just, something popped in off the top of my head, and I should have asked, the, thought about this question earlier, but 
So you're saying they do that 50-50. Have you found that that's the, the right ratio to, for the kids to learn the new languages? Yes, and the idea is that we, we have a pretty good mix of children. We have some children that are already in bilingual households. Some children only speak English. Others only speak Spanish. And so this gives the all children the chance to learn in their native language while also acquiring a second language. And they're learning about the same themes, so they're able to make those linguistic connections. This is not the first business you've started. No, it's not. Um, right before COVID, or at the beginning of COVID, actually, my um, husband is a painter. He worked with a large local company, and he was getting a lot of side work. And we got booked out through pretty much the rest of the year with his side jobs. And with my uh, background at the Entrepreneurship Focus Program, it gave me the confidence to take the leap of faith and um, open his business, his painting business. And um, it's it's been really great. So specifically, what classes 13 years ago in that entrepreneurial program or what techniques did they teach you that you have used for these two businesses? I took marketing, web design, and core classes like English, math, oral comm, and social studies with a focus on business. For example, my math in my math classes, we still learned uh, graduation requirements, but we also learned how to do taxes and how to make a financial plan for a business. In English and oral comm, we learned how to write an entire business plan oh, and that's, uh, that's pitch great. our ideas. Yeah. 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 And so... Um, EFP really gave me the confidence, and uh, I ran the financials, opened social media, and a website for Rick's painting, and he's really kept very busy. My venture was a little bit more involved with Las Avijitas. Um, that I used... was complicated because yes. <laughs> you were you you were getting grants for this. Right? I mean, this is the first grant funded bilingual daycare that so it made starting a business much more complicated. Yes, it was definitely complicated. I had some backup plans with the church. They were going to let me rent a small portion and slowly grow into it. And I did. Um, I applied for a really large grant, spent hours and hours, uh, oh, easily over 60 hours on this. I did not get the first grant I applied for. Um, and you were holding down a full-time job. Almost. Before that, you know, yes. before you did this. So yeah. Yes, I was uh, I taught Spanish uh, three days a week, and I was also um, doing a lot for my husband's business. Yeah. So it, it's, it's been a busy year. It's I would a- say welcome to the world of grant writing. You don't get everyone. Yep. Are you- but you got to keep plugging, don't you? Yes. And so I, I did get through Lincoln Littles, I got a bilingual grant for 15000 and that was able to get me jump-started. Um, I felt confident going in with opening part of the center, but then I kept looking for more grants and Lincoln Littles actually pointed me in in the right direction with a DHHS grant. And I, again, spent hours upon hours of um, my personal time working on this and I ended up applying for and getting approved for a little over 300,000. Oh, oof. That's, a, that's a real grant. It's a good leverage yes. of 60 plus hours. <laughs> <Is there laughs> yes, it, when it, you it, take it, that and divide it by per hour, that's pretty good pay. So, <laughs> so um, are you full now hiring staff? I mean, you've been open. So how, how full are you and do you have all the staff you need? 
we are very close to having all of the staff we need. Um, surprisingly, I've had a lot easier time finding um, well-qualified Spanish-speaking employees. I have kind of an untapped workforce with that. Um, I have some certified teachers, for example, from Mexico and Guatemala that came here and are fluent in Spanish, but not necessarily English. So uh, great teachers there. I am still looking for two preschool teachers who are English-speaking and uh, help from the kitchen. And I, we are full for infants. We have a couple of toddler spots and um, plenty of preschool and school age spots available. So, well, we got to go to a break here, but give us the name and then the, how to find you on the website. Yes, yeah. so this is Las Abijitas Bilingual Education Center. Our website is lasabijitas.net and our phone number is 402 488 2859. I think if you Google bilingual, you know, childcare, it'll probably come up. So if you can't remember how to spell Las Abuelitas. So hey, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, congratulations. And thanks for coming in. What a great story. LPS. LPS needs to be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be right back. Everyone is excited about new business. And our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. Interest rates have not been this high since 2001, according to the Wall Street Journal. Did you know that? Well, I know they're high. You remember? That I do know. <laughs> uh, but despite that, I, I was kind of amazed. We got two of our most challenging listings under contract for sale in the last week or two we had a, a couple of small office buildings uh, office condos um and i think people in lincoln feel pretty good about the lincoln economy yeah. and they're like you know why wait forever let's just get this done so people are people are buying property they are they're still doing it they're still doing it good for, good for them uh Anyhow, why don't we talk about oh, wait you know what? wait you know what somebody brought us this segment dave well, let me let me at least talk about our sponsor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this segment is possible today because of Lincoln Airport Authority, Charter Title, and Nebraska Prep Equipment. Well, we have a special guest, and thank you to our sponsors for helping us bring this special guest, Dave Leonard with Delco Dave Steaks, brand new restaurant in downtown and a brand new advertiser for Broadcast House. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. I really appreciate being on here. Oh, I hear a little bit of an accent. Got to give us the back. What's the backstory here? Yeah, so I'm born and raised in Philly. I came out here in 2018 because my wife is born and raised here in Lincoln, and we met while we were both deployed to Guantanamo Bay together. Oh, my gosh. I was with my reserve unit. She was with the Nebraska National Guard unit. That's how we met and started talking, and then we stayed in contact. We each visited each other a couple times, and then uh, I decided to make the move and come out here, and uh, we got married in 2021. And so you liked she, it You here. came to Nebraska the good life. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I came out here, and I'm living a good life. <laughs> well, we're pretty impressed. Okay, so the name of your business is Delco Dave's Steaks. What's a Delco? So Delco is actually short for Delaware County. It is a small county in Philadelphia metropolitan area. It's part of where I grew up. I grew up all over South Philly and Delaware County. We moved around a lot. 
And when I was trying to pick out a name for the cheesesteak place, I was like, it was going to be like Philly Dave or South Philly Dave, but Delco Dave just had a better ring to it. And I get asked that question a lot. It's like a natural conversation starter. When people ask me if I'm out doing different events and stuff like that, people ask me, it's like, what is Delco? And then it's a natural conversation. It's how I meet somebody. Now I got another potential customer that I'm talking to. Right, right. It it catches people's attention. When you lived out there and then you came out here and you had a Philly sandwich in Lincoln, Describe the difference. Like, I'm sure we don't do it the way you you did it there and are doing it here. So the biggest difference is the bread. I get my bread actually from Amarosa's Bakery in Philadelphia because I couldn't find oh, a roll out here that I liked. And that's a, the bread makes the sandwich. It's so important to do it. Um, like how do okay Philadelphia? How do they get how do they get it to you and keep it that fresh? Do so they, I, frozen I, I have and then you order, cook it yourself. Yeah. Or? So I have it ordered. Uh, it comes to me already made like they sold in grocery stores like that so i ship they basically send it to me on the truck and then i put it in like the freezer so it stays frozen until i need to use it yeah so that's the best way i can keep it frozen because it's already pre-cooked they already made it all so you don't have to cook it yeah Yeah, so i'm not baking my own bread but i am getting it from philadelphia the next thing is is that i don't use any pre-packaged philly meat as they call it i buy my own ribeye slice it myself chop it up and season it the last difference is i use cheese whiz it's one of the big cheese whiz right it's one of the big three from back home. It's usually white American provolone and cheese whiz. I was going to offer all three, but then once I realized nobody else out here was using cheese whiz, I was like, all right, I'm just going to use cheese whiz then because it's authentic and it sets me apart. I want it to be different. That's funny that it's considered authentic. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you had a pop-up before you opened. Is that right? Correct. That's how I started this. So I did my first. I made my first sale September 21st, and it was actually on DoorDash. But I wasn't gaining a lot of traction, so I wanted to get into the community. So I looked up different types of businesses you can do. So instead of actually dropping like 75 grand on a food truck, I found out what's called pop up business, considered yeah. a temporary business. So I bought some tables, a flat top, propane tank, and I started. I just started walking the beat, as I called it. I went down to the haymarket and just walked around to all different places that didn't sell their own food. And I was like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. Can I work with you? Can we set something up? And I just kind of pitched myself to other bar owners and brewery owners, and people started picking me up. Um, some of my big so you would move from place to place depending on who could accommodate you. Yes, ma'am. I'm actually going to be doing a pop up tonight at Code Beer Company down. Oh. Um, do, do you know where uh, Street, Anvil Valley Parkway? So I, you're... I sold them their building. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're still doing the pop up, but you have a permanent location downtown. Yes, ma'am. Where, where's the permanent location so the at? Permanent location is uh, in Gravity Nightclub. It used to be the old Mars Bar. Yeah. Our entrance yeah. is now in the alley. So I'm there for lunches Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm there. I have somebody working the shop or I'm there on Friday. So I'm doing this pop-up at Code. My guy will be in there working the shop from 4 to 9 while I'm doing the pop-up. Then I'll be there until 2 a.m. So you are in between Marcus Theaters and Sarder Heyman Jewelry. Yep. And Sarder Heyman is another one of our sponsors. Yes, they we need are. to get them in on the show pretty soon. Um, and so to get to it, do you walk like around the side of of Sarder Heyman to find it? Is yes. that how you get there? So if you're standing at twelve if you're standing on O Street on looking corner. corner of twelfth and L, you just wanna walk down twelfth street towards P and that alley's right, right there on the left. And that's yeah. where so I just can... walk past the wall of Sarder Heyman and take a left there. Yes, ma'am. So yeah, perfect. How'd you pick your location uh it was actually a buddy of mine uh jordan who owns uh Bria boss uh food truck he knew the owners of gravity and they were looking for a tenant so he's been a big supporter of mine since i started so he shot me a text like hey man he goes go check this out i think this could be like a brick and mortar location for you like i think this would really work for you so i met with uh derek and ariel they're the owners of gravity incredibly nice people they've been great to work with 
they we talked one conversation. They're like, let's do it. I like your idea. Let's let's go for it. So we settled up there, and we've been there since uh, May twelfth was our grand opening. Well, I, I, I've got to take my wife. To, first off, I love. Philly uh, sandwiches. I got to take my wife there. And I love the idea that I have to access it from the alley. <laughs> that was, that's Dave, that's actually something when I saw the place that's I'm like, yo, this looks like home. Like this is exactly yeah. how I picture it's very East Coast. Old, old, yeah. yeah Cheesesteak yeah. joints would be like it, it reminded me of all the ones I would go to back home. Like this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. I see why you picked that location. That makes total sense. Well, and that'll be a goldmine for you over football season, I hope. I so, hope so, too. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're already planning some uh, some like Saturday stuff and special events but with linking up between me and Gravity and doing things together. Website? It's right now, just Facebook. Delco Dave Stakes on Facebook. I also have an Instagram that has nothing on it because I joke that I'm a disgrace to my generation because I am terrible at technology <laughs> and social media. So I didn't, I didn't have any social you media. You can hook up Facebook and Instagram <laughs> yep. together. <laughs> yep. I, uh, yeah, I didn't have any social media for almost a decade i got back on it just because of this business yeah and just about everybody says me like oh you know you can get instagram just link it up with your facebook and post the same thing i'm like why don't people just go to my facebook then why do i need to put the same thing on two sites <laughs> <laughs> i need a teenager to just like do this for me because i don't want to do it myself yeah well, my, my wife helps me do it most of the time <laughs> well good for you thanks so much dave Thank leonard you. delco dave steaks new lunch place um or supper place um at 11th and op street Yep, 12th and L is usually what oh, I tell people. Yeah, oh, and a half yeah. street. <laughs> there you go. Coming up next, Dr. Eric Thompson will be in from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln College of Business. What do Nebraskans think about a soft landing? Is that going to happen around here? We'll be right back. Economic development is not boring. It's our future. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Nationally, Moody's is predicting a 20 to 25% decline in office values in the next year. According to CoStar and other sources nationally, office vacancy is 16 to 17%. However, according to our colleagues at Greenleaf Real Estate here in Lincoln, it is 7.6%. Right. Less than half of the national average. I just think people need to know that. If you remember when we started this show, Robin, uh, it was right uh, right after the recession that we had. And things were so in much better. In 2010. In 2010. And uh, things were so much better here than what they were nationally. And it was kind of frustrating for us. Uh, that people would only that people hear people thought, thought it was so bad. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't. And we needed That's to That's why we started them. the show. Yeah. Right. That was part of it. By the way, uh, this uh, segment is possible today because of John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and Baylor, Evan Wolf, and Tannehill Law Firm. Well, speaking of the economy here around Lincoln, as opposed to the national landscape, um, our next our, our next guest does prognostication about what Nebraskans believe the economy is going to hold in the six months from now time frame. Leading um, economic indicator. Does surveys to businesses all over the state. Dr. Eric Thompson, University of Nebraska-Lincoln College of Business. Um, do Nebraskans, Dr. Thompson, think that we are in some sort of recession? Do they think we're going to have a soft landing or they think everything is actually pretty good? So the Nebraska businesses remain positive about the next six months. Uh, it's definitely the 
their ardor has cooled off a little bit since oh, earlier in the year. A little so bit of a chill, maybe. Yeah, strongly positive at the beginning of the year, but still, still positive. Yeah. In these months, so um, you know, I think that's a really important sign. We interview a lot of small businesses in our survey, and so the confidence is still there. Um, I think a key part of it is that things are still pretty good for agriculture. Sure. Hmm. So, I mean, that's just one component of. of the surveys that you do uh what about the the big picture that you have there yeah there are yeah there are other other Mm -hmm. industries Uh, that you and factors yeah that you interview so how do they kind of break down well uh another another slight positive was the uh, the dollar the value of the u.s dollar fell uh, last month slightly which is it's been on kind of an upward trend until recently so that uh that's a positive for our exporters. Um, on the negative side, um, you know, the, the uh, initial claims for unemployment insurance, which had gotten extremely low, are now starting to tick up a little bit. So that detracts from our leading indicator. Isn't that opposite of what they just reported in the national news the other day? Didn't they say uh, the... This last week. Well, maybe I'm thinking of unemployment, not uninsured. Well, yeah, there's the unemployment claims. rate. The, the part that's in our indicator is when the people are first declared or first seek unemployment insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little bit more of a projection forward mm-hmm. because it means their, means their employers are, are a little concerned about, you know, business over the next few months if they're letting right. more people go. Right. Um, but, you know, again, it's just still at a very low level, just like the unemployment rate is at a very low level. Mm-hmm. But it, it has ticked up. It had gotten extremely low, and it, it's ticked up a little bit. And then uh, there's a little weakness in uh, single-family home starts. Interesting. Um, and this, we actually, uh, early, is, so we have a preliminary indicator, leading indicator for June, and that's pretty flat, but we don't have two of the components yet. We don't have the airport data yet for the airline activity, and we don't have the manufacturing hours yet. So we don't, I don't know what the final value will be for June, but the, the, in, the, four, the four components that we have is pretty flat, so... I, I would think the airport thing might turn out to be fairly healthy. I mean, I, I'm just making a guess here, but, you know, you keep hearing about revenge spending since the pandemic and people, and then you, you throw on top of that everything happening with the Lincoln Airport and all these flights. They've well, that's spent. true. Well, yeah, Lincoln's really yeah. expanded recently. Well, and that's gotta also help. when you hear about everybody trying to get their passports uh, taken care of and they've got a long wait time yeah. for that it makes you one think that people are traveling abroad yep yeah so, yeah interesting stuff. but that's you know those aren't necessarily uh business people so eh, yeah interesting. Le- that's the other half of travel yeah. and we'll see how quickly that continues to expand well you're probably ramping up for the next school year here mm-hmm. at university of nebraska lincoln college of business and you're an economics professor looking um, forward to it intermediate Microeconomics. Oh, boy. <laughs> there, might, there might still be a few seats available. <laughs> and I think you, you told us one time that you have kind of shifted away from the online for the for the most part. Is that correct? Well, there, or do there, you still have a little bit of online class instruction? Well, uh, we uh, the, the university is on its long-run plans for online. So, uh, okay. you know, we differentiated during the pandemic between you know, our, our long-run plans to offer a mix of in-person and online classes and then things related to COVID. So uh, there, there, there are online classes that is growing somewhat as a, a long-term solution for students. Yeah. Uh, 
But you uh, still prefer the, the, to the see the him. The vast majority of our classes are, are in person. You still prefer to yeah. see butts and seats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of a mix. You know, what's the best mix for the students and for us delivering things in a cost-effective way and giving them options? And well, and if you're a business person listening and you've thought of going back to, and getting your master's, you know, now's the time to be signing up for those classes this fall yeah, and yeah. Get, getting that done. Well, thanks a lot for coming in and just kind of talking with us about how people in Nebraska view our economic situation and how the different sectors are affected or how they're progressing. Thanks a lot, Dr. Thompson. You're welcome. Thanks again. Businesses opening, closing, and moving around when we come back. It's my city, and I love it, yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here, I got it made here. And if I have my way, I'm gonna stay every corner. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Robin Eshelman from Eshelman Commercial Real Estate here with you today. And Dave Albers from the Albers Company. This segment is possible today because of Realtors Association of Lincoln, Sarder Heyman Jewelers, and Lincoln Electric System. A little bit of news here from the downtown Haymarket and Antelope Valley Telegraph part of the city. Lincoln Literacy Center moving from South 9th Street to the former state title building on Lincoln Mall, which would be about 10th and Lincoln Mall, the road yeah. that leads you to the Capitol. A um, little, little bit of nonprofit news there. Yeah. Lincoln Mall is the road that is between the city county building and the Capitol. Yeah. yeah. The, the big, runway in yeah. between. Uh, boy, Lincoln Literacy Council had been at their uh, prior location for quite a while. Yeah, they've moved around. They started out, um, I knew them at first in the Haymarket, like yeah. like when I, you know, decades ago. They were in the Haymarket for a really long time. But yeah, they've they've grown. I mean, they just used to have one or two rooms. Now they have a building. They It started out very much Americans that living in Lincoln who maybe they had learning disabilities or just somehow missed the reading education and needed help with that. And during the 1990s, we had a major shift in Lincoln as Lincoln um, became a refugee resettlement city. And that just completely flipped. I mean, they mostly serve refugees now. That's interesting because that's how what I know it for. Uh, Nebraska Council of School Administrators doing a new office building at 440 South 13th Street, a 10,000-square-foot building, $3 million, Robin. Yep. Um, and then over on 20th and N Street. So this would be Almost in, 21st, the, yeah. in the Telegraph District. Nebraska Environmental Trust is um, apparently going to the Telegraph District area. $440,000 building permit. That's a... Quasi-state agency, I believe, uh, supported by gambling funds. So some of that gambling money goes for environmental protection sorts of activities. I, I, I did not know that. Wow, that, that's interesting uh, information, Robin, that you were able to, to gather. 
the post bar is coming to the Telegraph District. Do, I don't know that we know the exact location there, Robin. This is according to didn't, our Didn't colleague. get the exact location from it, but there's several bars and restaurants kind of clustered together there in the Telegraph District. So I assume it's one of those spaces there. Tom Gifford from Speedway told me about this the other day. And Tom said that, you know, they've got the dog bar down there and they've got this. There's a... There's a, you know, obviously the, the, the mill coffee is there and then there's a yeah. vegan restaurant, but they want a full service bar and restaurant, not just bar, but they want a restaurant with a bar and they have been trying to find someone. They, they've been able to get the bars because the, the cooking equipment and all that is less involved and less sure. expensive. The challenge for them, of course, is the cooking equipment. And he said the landlord will help with the cost of this. We really want to get a restaurant in So any of our listeners that uh, want to be a restaurateur, think about that. You've got a pretty motivated landlord here. Yeah. Uh, Robin, we also have a little bit of information uh, regarding the, and we've talked about this, uh, I believe, on the Thursday uh, segment, uh, former Finky Gardens location on North 66th and uh, kind of between uh, O Street and Vine Street. Um, yeah, the, there's a Finky Gardens that closed over east of Gateway, um, over by... East Park Plaza, basically, up as you go up that little street past East Park. And that was purchased by a vet clinic, which has been busy rehabbing and rebuilding and, you know, creating over there. But if you were to drive along the back side of the property to the north, there's a creek back there. If you were to, to keep driving, um, that piece of land stretches quite a ways, you know, back there behind those area businesses. It, it kind of stretches along that creek. It's sort of a triangular piece. And there are going to be affordable homes placed, like, right back there behind those businesses and along that creek. A really interesting project there. Affordable housing, some federal dollars for this project. I think what I when I I think I saw a picture and it's like duplexes or something like that. Um, some of these will be for sale and some of them will be for rent. Like if you go in as a tenant and you're able to get into a situation where you can buy a home, you could buy this one that you're in. And, That'd be nice. And they're, you know, they're, they'll work with your down payment using tax increment financing dollars, which didn't used to be, didn't used to do things like that. Yeah. Well, Robin, I'm going to jump uh, out to the west part of town at 2901 Northwest 48th. I saw a building permit where the biggest thing is, is they're changing their use from a restaurant to retail. The applicant uh, on that permit is called Hidden Leaf Smoke Shop. It was only a ten thousand uh, dollar building permit. It's a smaller, smaller building there on uh, North uh, Northwest Forty Eighth Street. But uh, is that an air park? It's yes. It's out in that general area. Yes. Well, it's a lot less expensive to go from restaurant to smoke shop than it is to go from smoke shop to restaurant. So I can yeah. see why if they couldn't support a restaurant there that they may have decided to just make it a retail space. Yep. Yep. Uh, also uh, out west at 1835 West O Street, this is where the uh, Dollar General is located. 
A new business must be planning on coming in. They pulled a very small uh, building permit, and it's called Wedding Decor in N More. Uh, they're just the, the permit's small because all they're doing is a couple of non-load bearing walls and, and opening up a showroom there. But uh, wedding decor and more—that's yeah. oh, interesting. Well, Robin, we have to wrap it up now. Thanks a lot for joining us on Grow Lincoln. Send us photos of businesses opening, closing, or relocating via Facebook or Twitter. We'll be happy to answer any questions you have. Mm-hmm.